0: Welcome back to another episode of Dear Single Mama Podcast. I am your founder and host, Clarion Brown. And today I have an amazing guest who's going to share her story with us on today. It's inspiring. It is amazing. And I cannot wait for her to share it with you guys. Welcome, old friends, and welcome, new friends, if you're listening for the first time. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So glad that you decided to tune in to this episode on today. All right, so listen, I'm going to start us off with a word of prayer, and then I'm just going to jump right into her introduction, okay? So Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this collaboration, Almighty God. We thank you that those that are listening, Almighty God, that their lives will be touching at that. They will never be the same, Almighty God. Speak through us on this episode right now, Almighty God. May we completely decrease and may you increase in us right now in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. And for those listening, Almighty God, may you touch them right where they are, no matter whether they be in their homes, their car, they're at work, Almighty God. May this episode touch them and may it encourage someone, Almighty God, even if it's just one person. May it encourage them, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 So listen, guys. So on today, I have with me Liz Ronick. She is. She has been featured featured on Good Morning America, People Magazine, E News, and Inside Edition. Liz grew up overweight, getting bullied throughout elementary and middle school. By the time she was in high school, she had zero self-esteem. She hated herself, her body, and her life. By the time she was a sophomore in high school, she had reached 300 pounds. She was living in her car, going to school, and working two jobs. During this time, Liz's boyfriend was not only emotionally, but physically abusive. Wow. One day, her body felt like it was just shutting down. Come to find out Liz was in labor and going to deliver a beautiful baby girl within 24 hours. How has she gotten here, she asked herself. After several years of reflection and working through her trauma, Liz realized that she was so comfortable with being bullied that she had become her own worst bully. Wow, that's a whole lot within itself. Hating her body, thinking she wasn't worthy of love or anything good in life. Now Liz helps others realize their worth and empowers them to rise up and fulfill their full purpose in life. Help me virtually welcome Liz Ronick. Hello, hello, hello. Hey. Thank you for the introduction. No, thank you. I'm so excited to have you here. I am excited to be here. Yes yes, 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 yes. So listen, so Liz, tell us, I know I kind of read a little bit about your um story and I mentioned it, but tell us about you were living in your car. What yes, was ma'am. Your sto- what was your story? Take us back to the beginning.
1: So if we take it all the way back, like where all this stuff originated from, we're starting back in when I was about eight years old. I went to, my mom took me to the doctor and he laid me down and he was like, he pressed on my belly, you know, all the little stuff they do with your checkup. And he looked at her, he looked at me and he looked back at her and he said, oh my gosh, she's fat and she needs to go to Weight Watchers. Oh, wow. The doctor said that? Girl, yes. And from that point on, it was like, I just... I associated my worth with my weight. And so I had low self-esteem. I was, We were going to personal trainers. We were going to nutritionists. We were um, going to Weight Watchers. And it was like nothing was working. And so I was beating myself up and questioning my worth just because of what the doctor said about my weight. Wow. For one, I can't believe the doctor said that. That is
0: extremely unprofessional.
1: Absolutely. And I remember it. I mean, 30 Jesus. years later, I remember it. Wow. <laughs> like it wow,
0: wow, wow. So, so let me ask you this. I'm just going to throw this in there. So if you were to see that doctor today, what would you say to that doctor today? Because that was, you were eight. That was traumatizing for you.
1: I would let him know how it affected me and then I would also yeah. try to tell him he needed to not talk to any more kids because he's uh, damaging people and their um their confidence.
0: Clearly wow that's crazy. I can't believe that. And you know that what the one thing that I I got from that is really understanding. And I know you were 8, but as you got older, I think that that the key thing is really being rooted and grounded in who you are and in who God has called you to be because it can be so easy for it to be manipulated by people of this world I just think that that was crazy so so Liz so you're in high school and you were living in your car and working two jobs in high school
1: I mean, I was um, I was working my butt off. I was in an abusive relationship, and I was trying to do whatever I could to, to just survive. Mm.
0: So you were just surviving, but if you don't mind me asking, let's take it back. Do you think that you got into or that you got into this relationship because of your self-esteem issues that you had?
1: Without a doubt without a doubt if I had self-confidence in myself I would not be putting myself in a situation just accepting whatever because I, I felt lonely and and on top of that I wouldn't even feel like even if I was alone not in a relationship I don't think my I don't think I would feel lonely I feel like I would because right now even going through an, a divorce onlyness wasn't there like it was then it was because like the the lack of self-confidence the lack of fitting in I just found whatever I could and whoever accepted me and and took it for oh this is just what I get
0: yeah yeah so so with that being said with that so did he show any signs of any type of abuse? And let me say, I I'm sorry that you're going through a divorce right
1: now. Um, oh, girl, we've you, overcome. Yeah, we're, no, good. No, no. Oh, okay. we're good. Oh, we're good. Yeah, by the grace of God, we are good. Yeah, I am. I mean, I, divorce is not a pretty thing. It's not what I wanted, but I am happily yeah. divorced and at peace. And I know that God has has good plans for me. So it's I appreciate that. But it was it was a challenging time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, praise God for the peace that you have behind it. There's nothing like doing something and then having that peace that surpasses all understanding. You know how you get that feeling like, I don't even understand how I'm so joyful, how I'm just so calm about this situation you
1: know absolutely and we yeah. we know where it comes from <laughs> yeah yeah won't he do it won't he do, won't it? He do it won't he do
0: it <laughs> so but was that being said? so like did he show any signs of physical abuse or was he this charming guy that just swept you off your feet in the beginning
1: <laughs> it, there was probably some signs actually yeah. there were some signs um but my desire to just be loved and accepted just for who I was um, allowed me to overlook it. And initially, it wasn't physically abusive. Actually, initially, it was. Um, it seemed very sincere and um, mm. and it, and like I don't know. It there if anybody would have told me otherwise, which they did try to, I, I just didn't believe them because I'd say, yeah. He's been through some stuff, but people change. And so me giving him the benefit of the doubt, y'all just don't see what I see. Yeah. Wow.
0: That's crazy. You know, because as I as I speak with people who have been um, abused in some shape, form, or fashion, the, the man, because in this situation, I know that women can be abusive too. But in my situation, I've only spoken with women in this situation. So disclaimer, this is not saying that women don't abuse people. Please don't DM me or email me to say that women get that women abuse. abused. I am very much aware of that. But in this situation, I'm only talking about and have talked to most women who have been abused by men. So in that situation, men are this charming, great, amazing guy and they just really just sweep you off your feet. So, like, let me just ask you. So, for somebody that may be listening, I'm not sure if you remember, and I'm not trying to, you know, keep, you know, bringing it up for you. But do you remember some signs that were that were there for some mother that's listening that's like, wow, that's my boyfriend. That's my fiancé. That's my husband. You know?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's, he would initially get mad at me and be very accusatory of me Mm. with no purpose behind it. Mm. And, um, at first I thought was that, well, that's just protective and he really cares. But, Mm. Mm. um, actually, I ended up having a child with him. And although he's not in the picture very much, um we had a conversation the other day and it was just like he still doesn't acknowledge what he did like, oh wow he he came to me the other this is okay so this is 16 years later he uh-huh. told me he thought i was cheating on him when in actuality it was it was the reverse so and i told him i was like mm. this cuz we can't have really um honest conversation but I told him, I was like, isn't that interesting? That's a reflection of the things that you were doing back on me. Like, you're not exactly.
0: even,
1: yeah, you're not even being accountable for what you're doing. And instead right. of being accountable, you reflected on me and assume that I'm doing it something when you have no reason to assume any of that.
0: Yep. Yep. You know, that that's almost kind of sounds like and I'm not I'm not saying that. It's not, that almost kind of sounds like a narcissist.
1: Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt.
0: Yeah, that that's one thing. That's two characteristics that they have. They always blame the other person when they're really the ones doing it. And they just take no accountability for any of their actions. Everything is always your fault. Wow. Mm-hmm. So Liz, so how did you get out of that relationship? What was that breaking moment for you that you say, you know what? I'm not doing this no more. I'm packing up me and my child. I'm leaving. I and that's amazing that, I... that you guys are still talking. I mean, that you guys even still have some
1: type of form of communication. Well, it's not. It's not. It's not intentional. He'll call. Got you. I don't. I don't want to bash him. So it is what it is. But it's right. not. It's not consistent. Um, but he is. He has a child. We have a child, and so, whatever. There's a little bit of a connection there, but, um. <laughs> It was. It's very challenging because of the the dynamic, and I have to make sure that I'm very aware of how I talk to my daughter because anything she asks me, I don't bash him. If she asks me a question, I answer, answer honestly. And yeah. she's 16 now, so she's making her own decisions. And um, I have no desire to put anybody down. It's just right. it's it's best to be honest. And, even though there is a small amount of conversation, there's not a lot of um, in person. Actually, I don't remember the last time we've seen them in person, and it's just, it's just to make sure that um, I don't. I can take care of myself. I don't want my daughter in a situation where she feels like she's being forced into something that's very uncomfortable for her. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's good. You know, I I think that that's amazing that you were even at this point. You know, a lot of women have been through those situations and they are so bitter and you can just tell as soon as they open up their mouths, they're so bitter, they're hurt. They're yeah. hurt. And it's not, you know, I'm not saying that they don't have a right to feel bitter or to be hurt, that that's just the truth and that they just haven't gotten over it. And so, but with that being said, you went through that yeah. and then you went through all of this, this trauma. What helped you get out of that place? What helped you realize your self-worth?
1: Um, honestly, it wasn't self-worth initially. And I know Mm. Reverting back to the question that I didn't answer a second ago, the the (laughs) process to get away from it. I wish I could say it was me initially, but it was, um, had just locked, not my dad, um, my ex had just locked us in the house, me and my um, baby girl, and went and let us out. And he hit me on my head. And this is the first time he had left a mark on my face where you could see it. And mm-hmm. my dad saw it. And I, so I was basically forced by my dad, thank God, to um, call the police and file a restraining order. And um, it still went for another like six months. Six to twelve months, where he was still showing up at the house, and um, it was really challenging because I felt really alone. I was I was scared, and I um, it was just me and my daughter. I mean, I had my dad, but it was still I got he was already doing so much. I didn't want to have to rely on him. So um, eventually, going from that point to realizing that my daughter is going to look to me for how she's supposed to love herself. And um so I had to make sure that I was I was portraying the image that I was supposed to and the one that I wanted her to grow up with and actually loving and not trying to find validation in other people and, and being okay with not being in a relationship, being okay with not everybody liking you and just honestly, sincerely loving ourselves just as we are. That doesn't mean we have to be complacent and and not try to to improve all the time, but um, just where we are, we're perfectly where we're supposed to be and we're good.
0: That's really good, Liz. I think that that's that's really good. That's amazing. I mean, you really just hearing you talk, you really sound like a person that has really overcome, that has really um, overcame. And so I really appreciate that. And I value that. And so in this moment, after all of that, you know,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: what was the, the thing that, um,
1: that led you to empower and help others? Um, part of it was overcoming the abusive relationship. The other part was losing 150 pounds and Mm -hmm. realizing that, uh, that, It was a cut. It all came from the same thing. So I was reaching to unhealthy relationships because I didn't have confidence in myself. I was reaching to food and uh, self-abuse as well because I didn't have confidence in myself. I didn't love myself. So I have um, been certified in personal training and nutritional therapy for 11 years. But when in the first few years, I was getting frustrated because my clients, they were seeing results, but it was like, as soon as they would stop working with me, they would revert back. So oh. along my journey, I also realized that I can do, because I mean, remember when I was eight, I had Weight Watchers, I had personal trainers. That wasn't the issue. The issue was the mindset shift and the self-care and the self-love shift. Mm-hmm. And so when I when my clients start working with me, we're not even focused on fitness and nutrition. Like, obviously, that's what feeds our life and helps us stay healthy, so that we can do great things. But yeah. the very first thing is, why? Why are we great now? What are we working towards? What will make us feel fulfilled in our life? And setting up goals and vision and purpose in order to live that life, and then we feed ourselves with our fitness and our nutrition, so that we can have the energy. Um, to go forth and do that. Mm. You know
0: that's really good. I think that that's great that you do that because it really is hard. And I, what something that I've learned about working out and living a healthy lifestyle, it's a complete mindset shift. Mm. It's really yeah. a mindset shift. It's not just something that you just do, but you really have to like change your mind, like really. So. You know, Liz, if you had anything to say to a single mom that was listening to this right now, what
1: is something that you would want to say or share with her in this moment? Do it now. Whatever your dreams are, whatever your goals are, whatever you know, whatever's deep down in your heart that you want to do, don't wait till the perfect time because the perfect time will never come. There's always going to be something going on in your life as a mother. So Mm -hmm. just take small action. Take Even if it's sending an email to somebody that does what you do right now so that you can figure out, so that you can build a community of support and learn from them. I mean, it takes all the five minutes, something small every day to, to work towards your goals. That's really
0: good. That's really good. Thank you so much, Liz. It was truly a pleasure to have you on the show and to share your story with us. Definitely um, would like to bring you back um, on the show um, again in the future. Um, How can people reach out to you if they want to get in contact with you for your services?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I want to thank you for the opportunity as well. Um, On Instagram, it's at Liz Ronick. It's L-I-Z-H-R-O-N-E-K. Same for the website. It's Liz or they can email me at Liz at lizronic.com
0: all right awesome and guys don't worry if you missed it it will all be in the show notes as well so again thank you liz for being on the show i am clarion brown you guys can reach me on social media um facebook and instagram at the dear single mama podcast my website is dear single mama podcast.com And also, you guys, listen, if you want to hear about a certain topic on the show, um, if you want to be a potential guest on the show, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. Again, that's at Dear Single Mama Podcast, M-O-M-M-A. So, Liz, I'm going to just pray us out and just bring a blessing um, over you and close us out. So, Lord, I thank you for this amazing opportunity to connect with Liz, almighty God. I thank you, almighty God, for the areas in her life that you're raising her up in, almighty God. I thank you for giving her strength, almighty God, like never before, and a joy that surpasses everything she's ever known right now in the mighty name of Jesus. So, God, I plead the blood of Jesus over all of the listeners, over all of the persons tuning in into this show, Almighty God, that they will hear from you. That And I pray, Almighty God, that this show touched the life, Almighty God, even if it's just one soul, Almighty God, that it impacted that one person, Almighty God, that it encouraged that one person to get out of that relationship and to leave, Almighty God, For that, for that lady that's listening, Almighty God, give her the courage, give her the wisdom, and give her the the structure, Almighty God, to be able to leave that relationship with courage, with boldness, Almighty God, and begin to heal her from the inside out right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I just plead the blood of Jesus over all of the listeners right now, Almighty God, that you will cover them and protect them and their children right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. 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 Man, Liz, this was such a blessing. I truly
1: appreciate it. And I thank you. yes thank you for everything that you're doing It's awesome oh yeah
0: no problem so we're definitely going to be connecting again um hopefully <laughs> so i'll be emailing Absolutely. you yes awesome 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 all right you guys this has been another episode of dear single mama make sure you guys go flood liz's instagram i'm gonna put it in the notes she's an amazing woman such a beautiful personality so go flood her timeline this has been another episode of dear single mama i'll
1: see you next time See ya.